Shine. Pour yourself a cup of coffee and tune in to Good Morning Aurora. News, weather, and really cool interviews. Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. from Southside Chicago stock, so properly, it's used guys, um, mm -hmm. as in used guys need anything from the jewels. Um, but uh, y'all is nice, because it's gender inclusive, right? Use is, too. Use is, but not used guys. Right? Yeah, it is. No, I mean... Yeah. No. If you, yeah. No. If, if you are... If, if you... Like, I If you're picturing the type of person I'm picturing, that... That... <laughs> 68-year-old Serbian-American over there on, like, Haddon and Narragansett. Uh-huh. If you're picturing that 51-year-old Puerto Rican man on Division uh -huh. and Artesian, uh -huh. he's saying that to the girls and the boys, everybody. Well, use, use, just, use guys go home. Use, okay. use guys go over just, there. Just because he's saying that, though, doesn't mean that it's really inclusive. Like, are you going to go ahead and tell me that, like, I feel like I ought to be called a guy? What I'm telling you As is that gal? the group of, the group of consider... boys and girls would still do and he would still so say it saying, in an inclusive fashion. Well, right, but that's kind of the argument for Latina, Latina, Latinx, right? Like, we go Latinx now because, good morning, Aurora. You going to do the thing? I was going to keep going <laughs> with this. Do the thing. Do the thing. I'll come with back to it. this, Alyssa O'Connor came back from Vegas. Um, good for her. Do the thing. All right. Then good morning, we'll come Aurora. Back. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. Yeah, word up. Yes. See, because... Which is tragic because I'd really like to see elements of the Southside Chicago accent like preserved for all of 
eternity. It's like just an endearing thing. Um, but uh, there is an element of like, we can move forward with language and be more gender inclusive. Since so much of our language, uh, in, in many of our languages are all highly gendered. I don't know. I don't think that, I, I think that, because we're talking about we're talking about a per scam likely i hate these people with these calls the people all right if you are in if you're listening right now and you're tapping like tell us just on a scale of one to like bajillion how much you hate the scam calls seriously particularly can they, can like interrupting people, you at yeah. the worst possible moments trying to get like, these people the news and all that daniel bro good morning oh my gosh listen um <laughs> no here's here's where i was going with this listen. okay all right we're back to we're back the, to use guys versus y'all. What we're talking about with that person using that use, uh-huh. that actual, you know, baked in the cake Chicagoan. Uh-huh. They were using it. Sure. And it was received. Sure. Inclusively. Sure. It's only the well, the continued enlightenment of people sure. to now realize that perhaps it's not a right. completely but I I guarantee you, the user and the recipient mm-hmm. of that time and era and usage were both included well, and felt included. Of course. I'm just saying that I think that it's okay. Yay! Oh, you're clapping for yourself. That's not no, fair. No, I wasn't clapping for me. That That's was, that not was the audience. That was the audience. I don't, have, yeah. that, I don't have access to the clapping. We don't have a clap button. <laughs> it's live, guys. Time is now 8.05 a.m. You're listening to... Right, see? Filmed in front of a live audience. That's right. (laughs) So, um, now, here's the thing. We'll come back to this. Okay, we're coming back to to We're coming back to y'all versus you you guys. And inclusivity. Um, Let's hit the news for you guys. Good morning, Emily. Good morning, Daniel. Alyssa (laughs) Ocon is back from Vegas. Um, Yeah, she says that the uh, spam caller is the worst, and they are smarter and use local numbers to spam you. I know. It's awful. Jalal Zari, good morning to you as well. And Norma Peterson, good morning. Yeah. So I don't know anybody my age who actually answers phone anymore, like ever. Oh, I do all the time. Do you? Well, good for you. I don't. I'm like, no. What do you? In fact, I think my voicemail says, "What are you doing? Text me." (laughs) (laughs) Um, Now, amongst the things to talk about today, Uh, our first Friday. Yes. Uh, there's a good lineup for First Friday. There is. There always is. Let's chop it up about that. Because the Aurora Downtown crew does an amazing job mm-hmm. of like programming all sorts of great stuff. Uh, and September, of course, every September for the past couple of years now, uh, the main feature at uh, First Fridays has been Roots Aurora. And that continues to be the case tonight. So if you are uh, around in downtown Aurora... And I don't know why you wouldn't be, because where else are you going to go? Um, really, where's better? No place. Is there any place better? Downtown Aurora? No. Maybe Bali. Bali? Yeah. The country? Well, it's a it's an island in Indonesia. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Like, that could Y'all be- didn't even know that, though. Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't want no no funny business in the chat. Time is like 8.07 a.m. Um, but, yes. Yeah. yeah, maybe Bali would be the only other place I'd be like, you know, it's First Fridays tonight. Right. Yep. But I'm willing to give that up for, like... Travel. A beach. Uh, remember when you could just go places? Yeah, I still go places. And it was like, but it was, like, easy, and you didn't have to, like, go get a million tests and, 
like have all kinds of proof of stuff and then like sit on a plane with a crazy person that well, has to get duct taped. If you're trying to it go was to just a lot easier. Yeah. Before. If you're trying to go to school, <laughs> go see kinky boots, or you're trying to take part in things, yes, there's more and more vaccine mandates are getting rolled out. Yes. More and in all kinds of areas. Uh, that's yes. a big thing going yes. on right now in the city of Chicago. I don't know mm-hmm. if you guys have seen, but there is a lot of vitriol. That's the word of the day. Vitriol. Ooh, good word. Uh thank you. I mean, Thank you. I would oh, prefer a happier word. Next week we're picking a happier word. up. Yeah, seriously. Um, but people are mad because of the more stringent restrictions put in place by businesses. My thing is this, though, and I want to get... Aren't these... The, these are the same people that were saying that the gay person who went to go get a cake and they couldn't get the cake. Hey, that's their... That's the business yeah, is right. Business is allowed to do that. Business is allowed to do that. So yeah. why can't a business say that you need to be vaccinated before you come in here? this Bikram yoga studio oh, uh, where you're sweating and all that yeah, too. Yeah. yeah, you really like uh, if there's a place where I want everybody vaccinated, it's in the yoga studio right. by the way, guys, because y'all breathing on each other all hard and stuff especially if you're in the city, right? Because there is no six feet of separation if you go to a yoga studio in the city, right? They're like you're like you're downward dogging into somebody else's dog. It's a lot of... <laughs> a lot of things like they in the city like uh this the suburbs i i like i love city life right i love uh you know it's there's so much more eco-friendly in a lot of ways because you get to walk everywhere and like you, you like you're constantly meeting new people bumping into people and stuff all the time but i am very suburban when it comes to my yoga studios i want them spread out i don't want to touch anybody i don't want i want to basically pretend that nobody can see me and my spandex and doing my thing even though i'm really good at it i just want to be in my bubble and left alone Word up. that's my yoga rant um okay <laughs> so as mentioned about roots aurora sorry right yes they're back at from 5 to 7 p.m at water street mall family focus is having the annual celebration of cultures featuring art music local vendors and more and simply destiny will host shine bright like a diamond pop-up shop featuring 10 vendors from nine excuse me from 5 to 9 p.m at 122 west downer place for suicide awareness month yeah food trucks are back too Woo! So, uh, Roots Rora is a is a, is a magical event. Uh, it was originally like several years ago when it was conceived. It was back when people still threw like community events at River Edge Park. Um, mm-hmm. But that's kind of a really crazy thing to do. So now it's a part of Roots Rora, which is nice because you get to kind of wander in and out. But it's their big. Um, fundraiser for family focus aurora every year too usually and uh just first of first of all family focus not to be confused with focus on the family which does happen all the time very different organizations family focus aurora if you are not familiar with them they do all kinds of amazing work supporting families um particularly in the immigrant community uh but not just uh making sure that people have everything from like that they're getting access to all the resources they need they have a great parent mentor program that puts parents in the schools they used to have a welcoming center for new immigrants it's kind of like all a uh, grant based so things like the programs change all the time they do after school programming for kids they do all sorts of parent support stuff so uh an amazing organization if you've never um uh, come into contact with them uh, at any point. Definitely. And, not, and not only that, Christina Campos is a friend of the show, and she was on yesterday. And Christina Campos is doing a lot of good stuff in the community. So, shouts out to Christina Campos, a family focus, shouts and out. amongst other yeah. things. So, um, hold on a second. So go I want to read. 
Uh, well, hold on a second. Dan is going to the East High football game tonight, looking for win number two. Okay. Nice. Right. Y'all letting us know what you're doing this weekend. Go Tomcats. What else we got? And uh, hold on a second. Where did it go? Who else is doing things? Oh, well, Dan says that about these scam callers. When he's expecting a call important to me, I get sales calls. I'm telling you, brother. Every time. All right. Here's Every the time. art stuff going on. Here's the art stuff happening. Art Bar at Two Brothers. Uh, the Zodiac Show. No matter your sign, you're invited to the Art Bar Zodiac Show. It's at 7 p.m. to midnight. Seven Setting Suns Art Gallery. 14 West Downer Place. That's a place right next door to Wickwood House. Life's a Rich Pageant. Vincenzo Valenziano with the vivacious vivation <laughs> of rhapsodic relations. But I got it right, though. He did. But yeah. I got that right, though. That was, yeah. I, what? I floated like a butterfly, staying like a bee on those words. Yeah. The time is now 8, 12 a.m. <laughs> and then... Um, Gallery 1904. Who, Who wrote that? <laughs> right. Whoever did that, I think he did, and he just printed it, had them printed. So if he did, <laughs> shouts out to you. And then uh, lots of great photographers are having the third annual photography ex exhibition hosted by Bezel Arts. Uh, so much stuff. The time is now 812. I'll put the link in the chat for you wonderful people. But yeah, what are you going to so say about you, Roots? Oh, I was just going to say, so it's kind of an amazing uh, event. And it's like the, what I, it's like, it's this amazing it's the sort of thing that you only get in like, Aurora. I'm not gonna say you only get it in Aurora, but like what's cool about it is that, uh, you know, Aurora is not like a huge city relative to, you know, big places like Chicago and stuff like that, right? But we are really diverse when you look back at all of the different small ethnic groups and things like that that uh, have settled here and get represented and all of the different um, performances and things that they do at Roots Aurora. Mm -hmm. So um, the very first year of Roots Aurora, I volunteered for it uh, and um, broke my foot polka dancing to a mariachi band, uh, so which was pretty spectacular because I had the whole costume with the like the Polish costume with the getup with the floral crown and the mm -hmm. sequins and the whole bit. Um, and uh, and uh, what people don't realize is that polka and mariachi are actually very similar music. It's like the same like time signature and everything right. because of the Germans that settled in the north of um, Mexico slash Texas back when it was all kind of like, you know, same spot. Fluid. Fluid. Word up. <laughs> um, back when that border just kind of shifting all over the place and we're just like putting new flags up every few years and over Texas, right? This is a big German um, uh, settlement. And so like you can uh, you can polka dance to mariachi music. I can't apparently because I broke my foot doing it, but you could. Salty. In theory. <laughs> all right. Um, so it's uh, the time is 814. I've got some local stuff to talk about. Then we're going to get into, uh, well, actually, uh, not right now with the local stuff. Sugar Skull City. Sugar Skull Tell City. Tell us about that. Hey, yeah. So uh, another program of uh, the awesome Aurora downtown people. Uh, if they're doing, um, we're going to cover downtown Aurora in Sugar Skulls again, like we did last year. Jennifer Ryan Maiton, what up? Yeah, so, uh, and I've got a new computer, guys, and so it's moving a little slow. Hold on. I'm pulling You need a computer details. to do the news? To do the news, uh, just oh. to double check things. So, oh my God. <sighs> okay. So, uh, yeah, so we're doing Sugar Skull City <laughs> from October 15th to November 7th. You're messing with me this no, morning. No, we, uh, but here's where you get to participate. Uh, it, all you have to do is, like, you can make a Sugar Skull um, and then, like, um, you know, paper, two by, it's got to be, like, scannable or whatever um, so that they can, you know, they're going to make 
copies of it. And then JPEG or PNG format, it, y'all. It says, yeah, well, you could do like an actual, like like you can uh, paint it or whatever, like right. yourself, like a okay. hand. And then they've got to be able to scan it. And then you take it over to Fast Print and they'll duplicate it. And then it'll get like hung around town. So you can get the details for that. And said much more eloquently, you know, like in print. Uh, at Aurora, <laughs> <laughs> Word up. <laughs> at auroradowntown.org, uh, the, under the call for art, the Sugar Skull, Aldrihes. So, so check it out um, and get your artwork hung around downtown uh, Aurora. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Very cool. All right, guys. So uh, we got some local stuff to talk about, let you guys know what is happening in and around mm-hmm. L-Town. So... Um, do not forget that our friends of the Aurora Public Library Foundation have uh, Lace Up for Literacy going on until Monday. You can walk, you can run at your own pace, at the leisure of your own home, your own treadwell, your own backyard, or at Wabonzi Lake Park if you live over there by the uh, Old Fox Restaurant on Montgomery and Eola. Holla. Okay. Um, that's a that's Where that's a you? message to a person. Get out there and run. Yes. You know who you are. Where do you run? Do you run? I don't. You don't? No. You don't run? Uh I no? haven't I haven't ran in a long time. Really? Okay. All right. I haven't run in a well, long time. Well that kills my whole we were gonna banter about the best running spots around town. But I know the best running oh, spots though. Okay, all right. Yeah, I know the best running where, spots. Where do you recommend? Um I recommend uh a really good run is if you are downtown, mm-hmm. um you can run down River Street, go to that park back there by those apartments or those projects down there. Yeah, south. Okay. Then you take the trail that goes back there by Prisco Center. Okay. Then you cross over, and there's another miscellaneous trail that'll just run you, run you, run you. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, so the Coal Center. Yeah. It's like the side of that. I was going to say that too. The, See? It's the Fox River Trail. See? It's the west, so we all agree. I just best, haven't ran in a in a minute, the best but best spot, the best spot to run downtown Aurora. I mean, actually, what's kind of nice now is the trail. That, I mean, it's it's still the Fox River Trail, but just a little, a little bit south, right by the by the uh, the housing development. But now there's the pedestrian bridge, and so that's kind of right. nice. You can make it a shorter loop yeah. if you want to stay urban, or you can just head north all the way, and that thing goes all the way north up to Algonquin. Now at this you point. now you can run. There's another good uh, the Wabonzi Lake. Bonzi Lake Trail. Trail. Yeah. Um, that's that's good running out yeah. there. Real yeah. good running. Um, you can only go so far, though, from what I remember. Uh, the last time I was out there running that, that was a couple years ago. Uh, but when I lived in Naperville, I ran every day. Mm. Um, I would run. So back there where Deal Road is, um, there's I can't think of the name of the trail, but there is a forest preserving trail yeah. that goes north for a long distance. I would, uh, I'd run yeah, that. Yeah, there's a few over there. Oh, yeah, that's probably the um, uh, Prairie Path. Yes. Yeah. Yep, yeah, that's, what it, the, yeah, that's yep. what it is. Yeah, that's what it is. Oh, yeah, shots out, yeah. word up. So, uh, you know, any other runners, cyclists, you've got a good good secret spot. I like the one, too, that goes around the little lake in uh, in the um, on the east side. That, like, little... Boy, gosh, we're like coming up short on names. There's a lake on the east side? Yeah, there's like a little, I mean, okay, so like lake is relative, but there's like that pond uh, off of like Fifth, you know, uh, in, it's like smack in the middle of the east side of Aurora. Girl, you got and people running around sudden, rain puddles. I don't know. Nah. I've never heard of that. <laughs> no, nah, there's like this whole, and it's this nice trail, and it's okay, uh, all right. All right, so anyway, back to the foundation. According sure, to Spark, 
Strong, prepared, and ready for kindergarten, Aurora is one of Illinois' most underserved communities for early learning services. One in four children in Aurora have the skills they need to be successful in school. 20,000 children in Aurora age five and younger. 40% uh, live at or below 18.5% of the federal poverty level. Half have family incomes that qualify for Medicaid and free reduced meal programs. And over 62% live in households isolated by language barriers. Today's bookmobile is the primary library for District 131 students. For more information, you can go to aplfoundationil.org. Literacy is a bridge from misery to hope. Uh, yeah, shouts out. The primary, that's fascinating that the bookmobile is the primary source of books for kids right. in our area. Fascinating, right? Because you know, we have some like amazing libraries, but it just goes to show you like what how important access is, right? Mm -hmm. Convenience being able to actually get to things. Because if you live, you know, kind of out further in the sticks or something right or not even in the sticks but just like maybe you don't want to walk 10 blocks through whatever to like get to the library right yeah all right um now the city of aurora might go ahead and replace your lead pipes or oh. uh, your lead lines we told you guys about this we explained to you the intimacy that goes into your water service and lead pipes and lines a lot of you guys were like wow that's amazing yeah um now, I know that's what people say to me every time I explain municipal infrastructure. They're like, wow, that's amazing. So about anything else. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, guys, this is fascinating. But right. they're like, okay. But uh, for like real. You need to know this. Like, well, you do need to know this because uh, for, did you know that there's lead coming like into there? There may be if you live in an older house, which P.S. If you live in our neighborhood, you certainly do. Right. Uh, mm -hmm. There may be lead coming into your uh, home, not from like the actual like pipes that the city, like the water mains or anything, right. but the, from the section of pipe that comes from the water main to your home. It's called the service line, right? And part of it's on city property and part of it's on your property. And uh, those lines, because of some really jankety uh, laws and uh, influence from different lobbying groups and stuff like that back in the day, uh, Illinois has more of these lead service pipes than anywhere else in the country, uh, and Aurora has more than anywhere in uh, in uh, Illinois, aside from Chicago, of course, right? So, uh, and what happens is the water comes through your 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 service pipes, and then it comes into your faucet, and then you drink it, and that's not great because lead leads to all kinds of issues, like cognitive issues, especially in young children. Um, all kinds of things. Took down Rome. Like, gonna take down Aurora. So, uh, so if you, so now the city has decided, um, and they're uh, assuming that there's some federal funding that's coming through. There is a state law that will mandate the replacement of all of these lead service lines um, by 2027, but that's still like a few years off, uh, especially if you have, again, young children in the house who are most uh, affected by lead. Right. So uh, first of all, your action item today, if you didn't have plans for Saturday morning, maybe just make a stop off at the Home Depot if you don't have like a filter on your right on your faucet and you're drinking the tap water because the tap water in, in aurora is great it's really high quality water actually and it um is you know cheap uh relative to buying all that bottled water which is terrible for the environment but you don't want any of that lead so get yourself a little filter if you don't have one um we actually i just so hold on a second guys this is on. hot off the press oh no we got breaking news we do
out of nowhere. The DuPage County Health Department reported yesterday the first human case of West Nile virus in, in DuPage County for 2021. An Aurora resident in his 60s became ill in mid-August. The Kane County Health Department reported earlier this week a Sugar Grove man in his 50s as its first human case of the year. Health departments are encouraging residents to protect themselves from mosquito bites and the risk of contracting West Nile virus. It's transmitted by people by excuse me it's transmitted to people by infected mosquitoes approximately one in five people who are infected with west nile virus will develop symptoms such as fever headache body aches joint pains vomiting diarrhea or rash less than one percent will receive or excuse me develop a serious neurologic illness such as encephalitis or meningitis inflammation of the brain or surrounding tissue so, oh, and there's no treatment really for West Nile virus. That's fun too. So like if you get sick, like if you get really, they're just like, well, write it out. Um, so the answer to, to West Nile is uh, an awful lot of DEET, just covering yourself in that if you are out in places um, where there are a lot of mosquitoes and be a good neighbor, look around your yard, dump out any standing water. Don't let that stuff just like your bird baths. They don't need baths right, right now. It's not it's not bird bathing season. It's you know okay. what? I've like, always been, I've always they'll just been, get rained on. It's they're fine. I've always been like kind I, of upset when I see people like you can't change the water. Yeah, I know, and I'm change, too, like, I'm like super doing? guilty of that. Change too. the water. Right. Uh if you're gonna have a little bird bad thing with a nice pretty mirror and the dangles and it's I don't have you the know dangles. and you got the American flag on it, I just, change the water. I just got like a stone one or like you know, like a concrete one or whatever, and I really like it, but you're right. I'm like awful about that. But any like mosquitoes can actually like even a bottle cap is like enough for them to be able to like lay eggs and just right. like ruin your it's like when people show me their fish and, and all their animals, I'm like, you clean the tank. Okay, yeah. So, yes, that. You know? Oh, I was supposed to do the litter box today. All right. Um, oh, no. So, <laughs> it's 8.25 a.m. Uh, we were talking about, like, oh, anyway, so the, uh, yes, yeah, so the finance committee recently heard about the city's plan um, to uh, change out all of the water pipes could eventually cost a couple hundred million dollars uh, to do all of that, but we're expecting to get some federal funding. But the good news about all of this is it used to be like the city would split the cost. So if they had to do some work on your house or in your like in your neighborhood on the on the pipes or whatever, they would say like, look, we'll cut the, we'll split the cost with you and all of our pipe we'll do and all of your pipe you'll do or like we'll do it and you'll just pay for it. And they're gonna change that policy. We'll do it and you'll just pay for it? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, Basically, if the city was doing work on the water main or whatever, uh, they would be like, well, while we're here, we'll switch out the service line to not be led anymore. Uh, and so they would pay for they would they would change it all out for you and they would cover the cost of the part that was like on city property. And then you would cover the cost like you would pay the city for having switched out the part that was on your property. Mm. It's it's technically your service line, like because it's, it's your property, right? It connects to your house. So uh, but that's what this new um, like what they're working on or trying to decide in village board or village board, city city council right now is uh, the city's just going to do it at. Hostway you know, says, if you cost. boil the water, does it take out the no, lead? No, it does not. So just get a filter. 
You go to the Home Depot, you can get one of those nice ones that goes under your sink, and then you don't even have to see it. Uh, you just change out the filter every few months. Yeah, or you can get the you can you get can, the nice Brita. You can get, get the, the little Brita joint. Your Brita pitcher, that's yep. fine. You can get the little thing that screws onto your uh, your faucet mm -hmm. or whatever. Yeah, so because um, it's gonna be a few years anyway. Like for it's it's great that they're like I am fully supportive of but like the yeah, let's was change it. It's gonna take some time. Right. So like if you like so you should have been filtering your water. Anyway, for lead, um, because what happens is the city filters your water, right? Like we have this the water treatment plant out there on uh, 25, but they clean it and then it goes through the, the and it's like the last few feet before it hits your faucet that are the ones that that have the lead in them. So, yeah. Um. So listen, what I want you to know is this: you need to protect yourself. Water is good. Drink more of it. Drink more water. I know a lot just, of you. I keep. I keep. You know, we follow each other on Instagram. All I see you doing, you're just posting coffee and juice. You got the big gulp, the 99 look. cent thing. <laughs> look, hydrate. You gotta hydrate because if you don't, your kidneys will. Uh, it's will uh, bother you later on yeah, in life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of that, that, all of that high fructose corn syrup is just like crystallizing several of your For real. Some of y'all just drink Kool-Aid for 12 hours a day. Man, it's crazy. let me tell you, there was like nothing more symbolic of my time living in Indiana than the Big Gulp like from the gas station. Right. Like these huge, I'm like, I have never seen cups this large. All right. According to, <laughs> uh, according to Alderman Carl Franco, and then I'll put the uh, link to this in the program, or uh, program, excuse me, the chat the for chat. you guys. Um, According to uh, Alderman Carl Franco, the program will not cost the city a lot of money immediately, but the state mandate could eventually cost the city, quote, a couple hundred million dollars, end quote. And he is the chairman of the finance committee. The time is now 829 a.m. All right. For those of you runners and uh, the conversation was about where do you where do you run? Where do you come to him? Where do you go? Where do you come now? Cotton Eye Joe. Uh, so some of you people. Hey, a song I get. A song reference I know. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I keep moving. You know, um, so we have Oakhurst. Yeah, Dan that's tells the us name Oakhurst of the place. Is a place to run. Yes, yeah. it's so uh, it uh, it's this adorable little pond. If you've never seen it, and it's uh, like a lake pond, whatever. It's like in between. It's like only in this area could this be a lake. Um, but it's this pond, and then there's like a gra like a nice gravel trail that goes around it. Sometimes it floods a little bit because it's also quite marshy, but it's very nice. Yep. Yeah. Oakhurst. Um, also, we got the West Side checking in. Uh, so the West Side run. Right. Hold on a Where second. Where are we running on the West Side? I bet, right. it's, I bet it's the Gilman. Is it the Gilman? Cindy. Well, Cindy Morales tells us Phillips Park, uh, Lincoln okay. Park on the West Side. Okay. Shouts right. out. Oakhurst Phillips. Lincoln and, also has the dog park too, and, so you can run in and see dogs. And Peter tells us, uh, wife and I would come to Aurora on the bike trail from Warrenville to Aurora years ago when they lived in Warrenville. Yep. Shouts out to you. Maria Chirito is here. Good morning. So that's the first. Yay! All right, all right, all right. So listen, real quick, shout them out, shout them out, shout them out. Uh, the Germans in Texas introduced the accordion used in Tejano and Norteño bands. You know what? Hold on a second. That is right. Shouts out. I, I, it was, uh, it was, uh, Wednesday. Speaking of Germany, Wednesday Guten was. Tag. Guten Tag Aurora. Um, right. <laughs> Guten Morgen Aurora. Guten Morgen Aurora. Um. <laughs> Uh, My bad. <laughs> the first was the anniversary of the invasion of Poland, oh. widely noted as starting World War 
too. Um, so we wanted to mention that, but it was Buenos Dias Roy. I didn't know how to say it in Spanish. Um, so if you are interested, I would recommend a fantastic documentary series by the uh, Encyclopedia Britannica. Uh, it is online on YouTube. You can watch it for some fascinating history. The time is 8.31. Okay, and then last but not least, Mastodon Lake at Phillips oh, Park is sure. one mile. Oh, shouts. Yeah, Ow. so then you can you can loop it. All yeah. right. First Fridays tonight is going down, you guys. Get ready. Uh, Peter, Buenos Dias. Kurt is my brother from another mother. Yes, yes, yes. Pete, man, much love for you, sir. Yay! What else we got going on at First Fridays? Because uh, there's more stuff. We, we hit the art. We hit the art. Uh, hold on a second. Let's break it down it. for these awesome people. I you got, got it? it? Music. So we got uh, the Sheena Baker group on Galena. They're having. They're doing dance with us, drinks and line dancing. So uh, frog in the corner, and he go right. Giddy up, crambone. Do, do you line dance? Yeah. 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 Of course, I line dance. <laughs> Duh. Sure. Who doesn't? You know? Yeah. It's one of our favorite dances. <laughs> Addie Rubio's uh, here. Good morning, Addie. And Wabonzi Lake from Karen Caputo. Good morning to you as well. Man, a lot of people out here running. Everybody's um, running. Good. People That's on good. The, I, I apologize. Okay, Excuse so we me. also got La Quinta de los Reyes is going to have live music featuring Adrian y su guitarra. Uh, El Tiro is going to have a live Spanish rock featuring Damien Rivera. And Endiro is also going to have live music with the Castros featuring heartfelt folksy tunes. Heartfelt folksy tunes. Yes, which I love all of those things. I love things that are heartfelt and folksy. Like what? I don't know. <sighs> like... <laughs> You're giving me a look. So I, a heartfelt folksy tune. I like I know a couple. So okay, here's a good right. heartfelt folksy tune. Okay, what you got? Um, when I think about the good love you gave me, I cry like a baby. Right? Box tops? Nobody? Or, or do you have the camera on me so I can give you a look now? Nobody? Y'all don't know the uh, box tops? Yo. Okay, so uh, so that's music. We've also got um, Simply Destiny is going to uh, have some activities and vendors and a selfie booth um, on Downer Street and or Downer Place. Uh, Zenloft is going to be out there belly dancing, of course. Zenloft, what up? Visit the studio, get some uh, get some massages. I know Emily's been on recently, uh, talking this the talking all about Zenloft. So Emily is there. the homie. Yeah, so get out there and check it all out. Uh, and then Paramount will be celebrating Kinky Boots with build a character through drags. Come have some fun and learn how to develop a character through drag. Nice. Each drag queen has her own nice. personality and character. So come to find out who your inner drag queen is. That's just waiting to be unleashed. So, um, 7.30 are the belly dancing performances, weather permitting. Weather right? permitting. Yep. Bum, bum, bum. Have we looked at the weather? I'm and sure Simone fun. Barnes. Simone Barnes as well will be there uh, tonight. Yeah. Okay. Very Shouts good. out. So, some more things. There's more things. We'll get... All right. Uh, so, let's move on with the news, you guys. I do have a couple of... Uh, let me give some local... Local... Bill. <laughs> That's the noise. Sip it up, sip it up, sip it up, sip it up. You really, that's, I can't. Okay. It's a lot of slurping. 
It, uh, it is. It is. All right. So here's some local news for you awesome people. Do not forget that our friends at the Kane County Sheriff's Department have a hiring event going on. Um, you can learn resume skills. You can learn transition skills. And there are also going to be mental health workshops taking place as well. Uh, Shouts out to our friends of the Aurora Regional Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, the Quad County African American Chamber of Commerce, and the Kane County Sheriff's Office. Let's word up. I like when law enforcement does nice things, like to give you jobs and stuff like that. Yeah, that, yeah. that yeah, stuff that's is cool. Nice. That's uh, it's better than getting you know arrested. arrested. <laughs> <laughs> right. Gets you a job before you go to jail. That's right. All right, um, and also. Don't Turns forget. out when people have jobs, you know, like they're less likely to engage in less legal enterprise, you know, because you got you got good if unless got, they're stealing, you got like good income, right? Right, right, right. Well, no, all well, we're not going to get into that. Well, uh, so you heard like, about the guy? Did you hear about the? You know what we, no, we can't to go, get into. We're it. getting into what we're getting into. We're, the rabbit hole is right there. All right. So we'll just <laughs> we're going down it. No, nah, we we're go. we're gonna we're gonna say okay. There okay. is there is a guy. The CEO of a tech firm. Mm -hmm. This was just in the news on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. CEO of a tech firm based in uh, uh, Skokie. Mm -hmm. He just got charged for taking place into January 6th. At the thing. Despicable the whole, behavior. The whole thing. Throwing a cheer at... A police officer. Oh, you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't throw chairs at people. Now, mind Just you, he's the general rule. He's the CEO. Yeah. Now, now well, I guess uh, my argument is more like people when they have jobs, they engage less in. Right. Like when you have a good quality job that you don't want to lose, you're less likely to engage in things that like uh, illegal enterprise. Exactly. Into, right. If you can make an honest like, living doing right. good work. Somehow, right. right? Like, so this is the whole principle behind everyone's like, why do we pay these bureaucrats so much in America? They just sit around and push papers. Okay. Like, first of all, we do more than push papers. All we right. have and we have computers. But like you pay them so that you don't end up with a corrupt country where every time you go to the post office you have to pay a bribe to All right, let me get this news guy. out. October eighth right. okay, is fine. the date. Bridge Bash twenty twenty one. This will be a great event of outdoor music, fun, and food. It will be at the venue from six to ten PM. Uh, and taking place in beautiful Monday Park as well. Sponsorship packages are available uh, for tickets for you and your friends. This will be a whole lot of fun. You can visit the website at neighborproject.us to become a sponsor, to learn more, and to get tickets for the event. All right. Also, mental health matters. Don't forget, NAMI KDK is still looking for volunteers. The mission of NAMI is to provide free mental health services, education, support, and advocacy for individuals, family members, and communities. If you're interested, you can contact the program's coordinator at info at, uh, <laughs> at, uh, at, uh, at nami.kdk.org. All right. Very good. Um, shout out to Nami and to all yeah, the people. Yeah, shout out to Nami. Yeah, and, uh, you know, just in general, to anyone who, if, if, if this year, if this past year and a half or so that we've been going through has uh, has shown us anything, it's the importance of mental health hygiene, right? Like, go for a walk, go figure out some ways to uh, alleviate stress that don't involve ho hoarding toilet paper and knocking over masks at the Target, right? Like, 
uh, mental health issues, suicide, uh, all of these addiction, all of the diseases of despair are seriously on the rise and have been for some time, but have gotten considerably worse um, over the past year and a half or so. So um, if you are not taking care of your mental health, if you're not seeing a therapist right now, first of all, like I do not know anybody that does not need to be seeing a therapist right now. In fact, there are, are <laughs> there are uh, uh, college uh, colleges right now that are just like, uh, so we can't possibly give counselors to every single freshman who walks in the door, uh, but kind of we need to. Um, uh, if you're not uh, taking care of your mental health, I think the stigma's gone now. We're just we're just getting rid of that. Where that's just done. Just like go see a therapist. Right? Um, go talk to some people. And actually, I forgot one more thing. You guys, excuse me. Art comes go alive. Uh, but this is actually the first Fridays for October first. Oh. Uh, I'm going to tell you guys now because our dear friends of the Alive Teen Center here in Aurora and Visual Arts need help getting this out. The Teen Art Exhibition, sponsored by Visual Arts, uh, looking for teens 6th to 12th grade to submit up to two pieces of artwork uh, for a special exhibit, 6 to 9 p.m., 1 East Benton Street. Shout out. Okay, very good. I saw... What'd you see? That... Bussing... <laughs> uh is in the news it's back it's a thing that's that's happening so here's what's going on uh we have school buses uh we need people to drive those school buses and there's been a serious lack of people to drive those school buses which means that because a lot of them quit because they could had to follow the vaccine mandate and be vaccinated by october 15th well, I think that's part of it. I think that part of it was, I mean, original, like, when the first, I, I, like, first of all, everything shut Which down. Which is not it, yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, first of all, everything shut down back in, like, March. If, if, what year is it? I don't even know. Right? So when the whole uh, pandemic happened, right, and we stopped sending kids to school, and then everything became kind of crazy and unstable, right? So, um, okay, either people stayed home, or they had to get jobs, or whatever. So uh there are many many factors that are definitely uh at play i think in the um bus driver shortage and now it's just like nobody's going back to work because they're kind of like work is awful and we don't want to do it anymore and i get that um but uh some school districts have been hit so bad that they've had to stop they've had to like push back the start dates for for the school year and in east aurora it's been particularly rough so the um, school, uh, the school superintendent has said that it's basically they got um, f like forty percent fewer of the school bus drivers that they actually needed to make the school year happen. So forty percent, forty percent. So Damn. like they only have half the bus drivers that they need, and uh, so what it's caused like massive ha like havoc in the first week of school. Like kids were not getting home until like six o'clock at night because they have to basically like the drivers were having to do like double routes and stuff like that, like going dropping kids off and you know, picking more up and like coming back or whatever. Um, and uh, what the superintendent is arguing is that, um, so East Aurora contracts out its, its school busing they use for students, and they, so it's like a private company that actually does the school bus driving. But um, they, they're saying that, in, that the, the school bus driver provider has not done a good enough job of making sure that there are drivers specifically for districts that were particularly hard hit. First student? 
First student is the name of the best company. First student, it seems to be the bane of the existence of those simply trying to get professional bus drivers. Well, but let me tell you that everybody's having a problem getting school bus drivers right now, too. So, like, I don't want to slam any one company not knowing any company well enough, but I can tell you that I know that that the, that's what the superintendent of East Aurora is saying is that um, when it comes to their district and other districts, on uh, particularly in the south of Chicago, that uh, south suburbs slash south Chicago, right? Like, mm -hmm. Um, that they're having uh, places where they got really hard hit by COVID are, having, are also having the hardest time getting um, school bus drivers, whether that's causative or correlative, bleh, who knows. But, like, they're having a really hard time getting school bus drivers. Um, now, it, but it is everywhere. So, like, in Oswego, which actually owns its own school buses and employs its own drivers, uh, they had to push back the start of the school year for early childhood education until like a, a week or two because they just didn't have the drivers to get the kids back and forth to preschool, basically. So, um, you know, it's, it was a bit of, it sounds like it was a smaller problem there when that was a little bit more easily tackled. And in that case, the school bus, it, the, the district owns the school buses. It owns the driver, not owns the driver. It pays the I drivers yeah, directly, yeah. right? So uh, they had a little bit more control to like identify the issue like earlier in the year. Uh, but with the case of East Aurora, it's kind of like a week before, two weeks before the school year started. They're like, oh, by the way, we only have half the drivers we need. So bit of a problem there. What's crazy, of course, uh, and so she's this. The superintendent is like, look, this is like this is inequity, inequity, like. Um, like the of the the worst kind because now our kids are they're standing outside and like waiting for forever to get buses and the heat and all of this and and East Aurora has only had buses for 18, 19, for like four years anyway, right? So East Aurora didn't get school buses until twenty seventeen, which is insane. Why inequity? <laughs> so uh, not only like so it's like we we got the buses and now we're just now we can't we don't we don't have enough buses to like step so. Um, there's a super long history of busing in East Aurora that uh, goes all the way back to like East Aurora was founded as a school district before the like Illinois school code. Like that's how old our, our district is. Um, which means that when the school code came in and said, hey, you have to like bus kids that live far enough away, that live a mile and a half away, they're like, eh, we don't really because we're grandfathered in. And so we didn't have school buses for years and years and years and years uh then in the 70s the state tried to be like well yeah but you really need to desegregate your schools and they're like wait no we don't because we don't have um buses to begin with so you can't make us bus now um and that turned into a whole lawsuit that like set all kinds of precedent for how we desegregate schools in in the state of illinois which means we kind of don't uh, and then, uh, and then at some point in the past, like the five years or so, we were like, "Hey, you know, maybe if we had buses, like kids would get to school, and then we would get all the money for those kids to like because our our school funding formula is based on how many kids actually show up in a day to go to school." The time is now eight forty six a.m. So now we have buses. 
but now we have nobody to drive the buses. Jim Mendoza, good morning That's to you. Dan Barrero, the issue of the the issue is the inequity in the distribution of the bus driver shortage. Karina Suarez Darden, yes, first student needs to step it up with his services less than a week. We were notified about the shortage of drivers. Good morning yeah. to all of you wonderful people out there. So it's just a real bummer because for <clears throat> years and years and years, like I would see in the mornings just these shady looking like vans, like white vans pulling up and they would just have like spray painted on the side, like rides to school and a phone number. And like parents were just putting their kids on these buses. Like that's these, the like, kind of bus I on these vans. School. Yeah. Like yeah. shady. Right? <laughs> like, Ford, it was a Ford Econoline van. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, because parents didn't have any other choice. Choices and they're like, I guess I'll just put my kid on this like shady ass looking like. But van. you know what? It's funny though. Um, this is. I'm glad you brought that up because <laughs> the shady rides to school looking. No, rides. well, the the thing is, is I'm going to use my own experience. In Let's this. go. Here's the thing. Let's do it. I went to school uh, for many years, like up until like fifth or sixth grade, in a. Econoline van. Mm -hmm. Like, I didn't ride a school bus until I went on uh, Outdoor Ed mm -hmm. way back, Fifth if grade. anybody remembers that. Yeah. yeah. And then I, do remember that. I went on a school bus again when we took a field trip to like um, the uh, Universal Circus. And I didn't take a school bus regularly, like a yellow school bus, mm -hmm. until I think. Eighth grade or freshman year. And it's funny how like you're supposed to, this that's the standard, right? Mm -hmm. The school bus. Mm -hmm. It's it's the great American shebang. Mm -hmm. We were still able to get to school on that shady Econoline van. And now that I'm thinking about it as we're talking about it, it's amazing what people can and will get done, but yet there was no reprimand by because I grew up in Harvey. There was no reprimand by any level of authority or government to say that yeah. that couldn't be done to get kids to school. Yeah, nobody is like, uh, is it really okay that we just have some random adult who's not background checked well, and no, the, screened? Well, and this was, um, some of these people were... Uh, were they employed by the school district? Some of them like, were police that? officers oh. who were moonlighting to do that kind of oh, shit. Or they were somebody, they were like... Um, there was a guy who owned like a... Uh, he owned a fruit and produce. He owned the Dixmore Fruit Market <laughs> on 147th right, Street. Okay, okay. He owned that and then he owned a lumber yard. So like uh he was a he yeah. was a trusted member it's, in the community. Right. Yeah, it's a it's a funny story. It's an interesting it's it's an example of the informal economy that pops up, right? Whenever you don't have like actual That's crazy. structures I just, working. You just brought up a good yeah, memory right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. So up until twenty seventeen you would see and it would be like it kinda looked like moms or whatever that like, well, I've got to take my kid to school, so let's just get a really big van and take everybody else's kids yeah. to school. Yeah. Uh but still like you know, like school bus drivers these days have to have like they've got to be background school. Screen. They sure. have to have training. Sure. They have to Absolutely. have like insurance. Absolutely. They have to have like you know Absolutely. TB screenings, like all of these things, right, Absolutely. to make sure that your kids are safe. Uh, and 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 in East Aurora for a long time, we just had like, well, I just spray painted my phone number on the side of a scary van, and that's how kids get to school. 
And so it's just, uh, it's it's kind of just a fascinating way that that all shook out. And a real bummer that it seems like we've now moved a little bit backwards from The time this. is 8.50. All right. Uh, Maria Chorito, <sighs> I never took a school bus. It was walk, all walking and there was yep. once in a while a friend that would take us. Facts. Yep. Facts. Yeah. I was in the back of a Chevy <laughs> that my buddy's yeah. sister had. Chevy Caprice. Yeah. She could fit like 10 of us back there. Right. So, um, public know. bus service. Why not ask for help? I'm sorry. Dora Sanchez Soto, good morning to you. Awesome person. And after school programs. Emily, thank you. Yeah. So, like, when you're talking about school inequity, <clears throat> right? You're like, everyone, you, so this, the state redid the funding formula a few years ago. So, like, now we've got more money coming into the poor schools relative to the rich schools. But it's kind of like at this point, like, too little too late, right? Because you've got these busing issues, like inequity issues. You've got like school boards that don't have the same sort of like credentials and like connections that like rich school districts have. It's like, it's like, at the, like it just feels so entrenched that at this point you're just like, we can't, we can't even get the kids to school. Like, no, no. So forget what happens when they're there and how much money the school district cuts mm. and how much we pay the teachers and all of this other stuff. Look, like, let me tell you, you know what? Ugh. That's, that's this, the issue of busing. The issue of teachers and their pay and the issue of feeding youngsters in school yeah. are three topics with which I personally feel that make uh, lofty slogans like quality of freedom just absolute BS. The, those three areas show the, they highlight how broken yeah. the system is. Well. Like that is because what really sad. because those are things are all almost ancillary, right, to the actual issue, which is that our schools are already so so like the big fight about school busing that happened back in the in, in the sixties and seventies, right, mm -hmm. in the when we in the civil rights era, when we're still trying to actually, what if we just like got all these kids to like uh, to integrate and like meet people who don't look like them, like what would happen then? You know, right. uh, all like those issues the the way that it worked was brown versus board of education right so the big federal law that's like you gotta let kids go to school like with other kids who don't look like them uh that law tried to handle de jure segregation so de jure segregation is when a school board is like very specifically doing something that is trying to keep black kids and white kids separate right mm -hmm. that was what the, so um mm -hmm. Like when that the picture of the little girl being escorted into the police or into the, her school with the cops and like people throwing shit and stuff like that. Pardon my French. Like that's all a trying to attack de jure racism. But what it doesn't do is anything about de facto racism, which is the opposite, which is basically everything left over. So de facto race or uh, segregation is like. Well, like we drew the lines for the school district and it's just like, well, a lot of black people live over here and a lot of white people live over here. And so that was left to the states to try and handle. And in many states, they said, we'll make a highway. <laughs> right. And we'll call it, we'll call it the, the Dan, Dan Ryan. Ryan. <laughs> That's what we'll do. Um, but, uh, and then we'll make sure that the buses don't go past... <laughs> Blah, blah, blah. Right. So in Illinois, we actually did at one point attempt to <clears throat> handle this issue of de facto segregation and say, like, all right, how can we, like, we put it on school boards to say, like, look, you've got to draw lines in a way so, like, your whole district 
whatever the racial breakdown of your whole school district is, you, that's roughly what your school should be, give or take 15% or so. Um, and this was called the Anderson Law or something like that. And um, uh, all the school districts were told by the State Board of Education, you've got to comply with this law uh, or we will send you letters and eventually you'll get enough letters that we will just, uh, you will be considered non-compliant. And once you're non-compliant, you'll be not recognized anymore. And so you won't receive no federal funding. funds. You won't receive any state funds and you won't receive the federal funds that get funneled through the state either. This is uh, what's happening with the school districts and the schools that have decided not to enforce masking in the state of Illinois. They're, that's the mm-hmm. same, right? Um, same mechanism. So it almost never gets invoked, which is why it's so crazy that it's happening now. Um, but so that happened, and 44 school districts out of like 1,100 were like, okay, all right, we'll fix things. Uh, and there were two school districts that were like, nah, and East Aurora was one of them. So um, Dora says, public bus service, why not ask for help? Dora, let me tell you something. I like that because, see, though, that's one of those things. That's one of those many areas where I don't. Whose power is that? A mayor thing to do? Is is that a? a I would. I'd well, be, so we, we have need buses. Pace. Well, so and that's the funny thing is that before East Aurora had its own school buses, uh, the kids to the high school, a lot of them had pace passes. They had student passes or cheap passes, so like you I could hop on back. the pace. The thing is, like the pace buses are designed to be regional. And so, yeah, they could add, Pace could theoretically add a route to get the kids to the high school or whatever. But, like, think of, like, how small and how specific a school bus route is for, like, an elementary school mm-hmm. or a middle school, right? right? So, like, Pace is not... Yeah, they want a cul-de-sac. You got a huge right, bus trying to turn. Right, right, right. Like, yeah. Pace is not really designed for that. It's designed to be, like, major drop-off points. Like, I would do it. Like, Woodman's and the courthouse. Man, I would make mall. it like Dunkirk. I would, I would authorize... I don't care if you got... A motorcycle and a sidecar. Get these kids to school. <laughs> Seriously. I would have it. It'd be the evacuation of French and British expeditionary forces from the beaches of Dunkirk. Seriously. Bikes, planes, trains, automobiles, Volkswagen Beetles, El Caminos. Get them in there. The time is now 8.57 a.m. Okay, so, so we have to. Up, oh. Yeah, we got to. Uh, oh, my we God. Wrap up. Oh, my is, God. It, it goes so fast. It guys. does. My God. This is ridiculous. Okay, um, so real quick, good morning, Glennis Foster, want to say good morning everybody, Gary Strong, good morning to you as well, Tracy Duran, awesome, Jennifer Ryan Maitland, thank you very much for recognizing that song I was singing, <laughs> because to be able to make, sh- so having somebody actually know that song, that really uh, brought it on home, how official is that? Go out, have fun tonight for First Friday. All um, kinds of things. We didn't even get to it all. There's stuff at McCarty. There's stuff at Cottonseed. There's stuff at Zytec. There's Retro Market tonight. Or, uh, that's tomorrow. Um, Strawberries Barbecue is going to be cooking. Our boy Fundamental Raw Odea. There's a lot. Ah, yeah, I will right. post a. Uh, we'll post the link to the uh, Aurora Downtown page, which has the respective the calendars list. of everything. And go to the go to all the things. Just go downtown yep. and like wander, and you'll find amazing things. Josie Mendoza Geller, good morning to you. Have a great day. Thank you very much. We appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Barbecue at McCarty Mills. What time is the barbecue at McCarty Mills door? Uh, what time does that start? 5 p.m. 5 p.m. Awesome. Barbecue. Pop up. Um, and then we, uh, what else do we got? What else do we got? Stay tuned. Sunday, that is right. Um, that's still kind of TBD, but I'm going to make a post about that later on today. Oh, mental health matters. Um, again, because it's Suicide Awareness Month. 
Happy Thoughts Suicide Awareness Outreach of Illinois and Simply Destiny are your uh, local community partners there to help you with anything that you may need. Mm -hmm. Is that it? I think we're good. I think that's it. Support the show on YouTube, yeah. Patreon, Spotify, and don't click the subscribe don't forget, button. Hit the subscribe button and don't forget watch it's the down here. Watch the um, interview with Bill Foster. Hit subscribe. Oh, that yeah. was a good one. That was a good one. All right, guys. Okay. So uh, I think that is a wrap. Um, have a nice day. Take care of yourself and each other. Adios, Aurora. <laughs>